0: Welcome to So You Think That Was Good Do You, a podcast where we take a look back at the films from your childhood and question the absurdity of their universes. My name is Evan, and for the third wonderful week in a row, I'm joined by Pantile, DJ, producer, and beautiful soul, Johnny, how are you doing, brother?
1: I'm very, very good. Very good. I had a bit of a tired day yesterday, so we put it off a little bit, but uh, today I'm coming through. A lot of energy and I'm ready to talk about this nonsense film. Oh,
0: (laughs) yes. Well, this week, we wanted to follow on from, certainly from some of my favourite episodes that uh, we've done so far, like uh, Anaconda Mm. and, very recently, Arachnophobia. So we went with another monster movie. This time, the flick we picked was uh, Lake Placid 1999, starring Brendan Mm. Gleeson, Bill Pullman, Bridget Fonda, Oliver Platt, and a little later down the lake... Betty White, which I was not expecting.
1: Playing someone who you don't expect her to play at all. No,
0: she was nuts, but I'm sure we'll get to that. I thought I had seen this movie, which is why I felt kind of confident picking it, but I remembered none of it, so I think I've just heard of this movie.
1: (laughs) Well, it is sort of revered as like a B-movie icon isn't it it's one of those sort of creature features that's in the same vein as arachnophobia and anaconda so and they also will just blur into one so it's it's easy to get confused
0: creature feature was exactly the words i was looking for when i was writing that introduction <laughs> and all my brain could conjure was monster movie
1: (laughs) it still it still works but yeah i think the actual thing is creature feature but i think we should coin monster movie as its own thing i have
0: a real disposition for um alliteration disposition is that the right
1: word (laughs) yeah i think so well you like it yeah you're disposed for something yeah i love that dispose of me i love that shit (laughs) i'm virtually illiterate so
0: (laughs) well let's get started as we always do with a quick plot to And if I dare so say, if I dare say so myself, (laughs) leaving that in, uh, this is definitely the laziest one yet. This is from the top of group. This is their best one. So here we go. Mm. In the film, great start. I know you're talking about the film. That's why I've looked this up. In the film, a giant 30 foot long monstrous saltwater crocodile terrorizes the fictional location of Black Lake, Maine. The film also follows a dysfunctional group who attempt to capture or kill the beast.
1: Oh, concise. I'll give it that. It's it's on the nose. doesn't give too much away.
0: I do think I'll, I'll go to chat GBT from now on to do funny ones, because that is pretty bleak.
1: <laughs> it, yeah, I mean, at least it's going to spice it up. You could make crocodile every other word. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, when you've perfected a format. Yeah. Well, if that is all, shall we get started,
1: Johnny? Let's get cracking.
0: Not that we need to after that perfect synopsis of the plot, but let's do our best to top that. We start, as we always do in these monster movies, TN, uh, with a panning shot of a river.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's exactly the same shot, pretty much shot for shot, the same one as in Arachnophobia and Anaconda. So Definitely is it, Anaconda. Is it a prerequisite for this kind of movie? We're going to have to watch more to see if it is, <laughs> if it follows through in every single monster movie.
0: Or we're pivoting. We're renaming the podcast Monster Movies. We're only doing these from now on.
1: Perfect. <laughs> Exclusively.
0: So yes, we're panning over the river and then uh, you, you think the movie's begun, but then we are submerged into the egregiously murky depths uh, for yeah. a opening credit sequence where it's just all green and little bits flying through the water and a good 20 seconds of... Just people's names in Ariel.
1: Yeah. <laughs> With a murky green Windows XP background.
0: <laughs> We're then introduced to Sheriff Hank. I did originally write his surname, but have no idea how to pronounce it. So I'll just call him Hank mm. for, for the rest yeah. of this episode. Uh, who's played by the marvellous Brendan Gleeson, who I was not expecting mm. in this movie. But here he is.
1: He was brilliant.
0: Awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really funny.
1: I thought he was the, he saved it for me. For sure. Looks- the
0: only... We're going to get into it. And his character <laughs> isn't likable, but he is by far no. the closest to likable yeah. of anyone in this movie. So he's uh, in a boat with a an, an agent from the Fish and Game agency, which is, if you're American, I'm sure you know what that is. I'll assume they're an agency that deals with Fish and yeah, games. I, mean, <laughs> I don't know.
1: We don't have that in the UK at all. It's like... You get the Wildfowl and Wetlands Trust or something (laughs) like that, but that's like all charity people in like their seventies trying to look after newts, like (laughs) trying to convince us
0: that ducks are going extinct or some bullshit.
1: Yeah, that's a shot at you, Sam. Still my fucking breath. Fuck
0: you. Yeah, so they're out on the water. They're they're looking for something. Um, I I, I don't know what, but it's it's not important. The fishing game guy tagging otters or
1: beavers. Sorry, beavers.
0: Yes, you're right. That's why he's up in as we're about to find out, he takes a dive into the water. The, I didn't take his name for this very reason. because
1: ah, it doesn't matter.
0: <laughs> the movie's got to begin somehow, and yeah. if there's a guy's name you're not going to take, it's this yeah. dude.
1: Yeah.
0: And he's searching in the riverbanks, which I realise now are beaver dams. Beavers,
1: yeah. I get kept on getting confused too. <laughs>
0: and uh, he gets yanked away from the dam and pulled towards the boat. He, he seems to get up above the water at one point. He's like, ah, oh, he's okay. This is just going to be a scare moment. But yeah. then uh, Hank attempts to pull him into the boat. And <laughs> he only gets about half.
1: The, the lead up to that bit where he's bitten, it's it's an underwater camera and it's it's leading on from the credits and what have you, and then you see his legs like dangling underneath this beaver dam and the camera just goes directly <laughs> at his arsehole. It's like I wanted to see from like the side the cameraman who's swimming underwater who then probably after that has to swim into this man. <laughs> It was was an interesting choice, but yeah, yeah, dude gets bitten in half, so...
0: Yeah, pretty sick opening scene. It looked pretty good.
1: When he was coming out of the water, it was a bit patchy, but in the boat, I thought, that man had legs earlier and now he doesn't, so...
0: Legs are generous. He is missing hips. He's maybe just chest now. Pretty, Pretty sick. Looks good. Yeah, yeah. To be fair, a lot of the stuff in this movie looks pretty good. I mean, it's... Far and few between uh, shots yeah. of the crocodile or, like, full-on yeah. gore that is CGI of any kind.
1: The, the, the problem arose where it was jumping between... Well, I mean, we'll get into it, but when it was jump, jumping between the models or the animatronic stuff and then the CGI... Because I mean, this was '99, so it wasn't. It was still coming along drastically, but it wasn't all there. So <laughs> when later on with it, there's a bear, I will talk about it anyway, we'll talk about that then.
0: Okay, I know exactly yeah. what you're going to talk about. Yes, that, that is terrible, and we will yeah. bloody get to it. <laughs> anyway, we're now shooting over to the Natural History Museum in maybe New York. Mm. Yes, definitely right. New York, New York, because they make fun of it. <laughs> Oh my god. (laughs) Yes, definitely. (laughs) Oh my god, what is happening? (laughs) Oh god. Definitely New York, uh, because they make fun of her later for being from New York. We're introduced to Kelly Scott, a woman who we're introduced to as confusing hyperventilating with meditating.
1: That's not what it sounded like, though, going into that shot, though, was it? It sounded like she was banging. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: (laughs) But we're about to learn that this is the very last woman on Earth you would want to fuck, because she is
1: awful. She's the most egregious human being I think I've ever seen in cinema. She,
0: oh. Mad that she is one of the main characters in this.
1: As someone who's portrayed as a protagonist, I would rather be eaten by a crocodile than spend 10 minutes with her. Oh,
0: for sure. Yeah, i want to be that guy at the beginning of the movie who never <laughs> had to meet her, for <laughs> Take sure. Take my
1: legs. Take him.
0: <laughs> um, so she... Oh, none of this is really important, but we'll quickly run through it. She's in her office crying, and her one of her colleagues comes in and tries to console her it turns out she's just been dumped by this fucking uggo guy mm. she works with. She's super upset. It's all crap. The only confusing thing about this scene is that there are dinosaur bones in front of her and nobody is interested in those whatsoever. It looks like she's exhuming yeah. it in the yeah. room, but this she's just like sat a... there sobbing and crying and hyperventilating. <laughs> very, very confusing. The other woman's name is Myra, but you absolutely don't need to remember that because she's not in this movie again. No,
1: she is gone. Well, the the only thing that she, this bit... Um, sort of means to the film is that i guess later on she has a reason to stay in uh where are they Maine. that's the literally the only point because she doesn't want to go back to work so johnny but i don't want to so keep so saying we're going to get
0: to that but i have a rant specifically about <laughs> that because that is the most bullshit reason to keep this person <laughs> who like in this movie <laughs> It has absolutely nothing to do with the crocodile that this movie is about. She's
1: a fucking paleontologist. <laughs> it's like getting a pilot to look at like a plane crash. Like it's it's that's after the fact. It's so pointless. Uh, oh, anyway, yeah,
0: that's important to note because I did skip that. There, she is a paleontologist. That's why what she's doing at the museum. But she is not a field agent. Remember no. that because that's going <laughs> to come into play in a second. But we're jumping back to the lake. And get used to that, because this movie is fucking all over the place. We're back at the lake, and another fish and game agent, just another one, (laughs) the first one died, and they just sent one more, uh, called Jack Wells, uh, meets Hank, the sheriff, back at the river. And they're taking a look at the body, and Jack asks if this is how he came out of the water, which is (laughs) insane. No, No. we did that to him afterwards. The rest of him is over on that sandwich table... (laughs)
1: We thought we would uh, mutilate the corpse just to make it easier <laughs> for the autopsy. Uh no. <laughs> I didn't say, the first time he was like, Maybe it was a bear then. He opens it, he just sees no legs. He's like, Well, no shit. The guy is fucking like Ob- obviously, obviously it's not a bear.
0: Oh mate, you say that, but everyone thinks it's a fucking bear in this. Yeah. I- I'm gonna say it again, we're gonna get to that.
1: <laughs> There's gonna be a lot to get to.
0: <laughs> of course. <laughs> <laughs> of course he came out of the water like that. Now, we're back at the museum. Why they couldn't just put all the museum scenes in one place and mm. all the lake scenes in another place, I don't know. But the film's trying to keep a pace, I suppose, because the crocodile isn't showing up for a fucking while. Mm, yeah. Kevin, the guy who just jumped Kelly, is telling Kelly about the accident in Maine for some reason he knows about as the curator of a... Natural History Museum in New York.
1: Night at the museum. He doesn't want the the body coming there, so that Ben Stiller has to look after it.
0: <laughs> and he explains that a man was killed in this lake in Maine, and he says that it was probably a bear. If mm. you think it's probably a bear, end of query. But they found a tooth, uh, one that couldn't have come from any bear. Mm. So in one sentence, this jag says it's probably a bear, and then. <laughs> absolutely cannot be a bear all in one go and this isn't the only time this happens in this movie and i'm gonna say it again guys we're gonna bloody get to it but people love setting something up as if it's some sort of tension and then immediately popping that balloon for you
1: yeah well it could be this jokes got you got you again
0: He goes on to explain that the the tooth looks prehistoric, which is kind of intriguing because you're like, oh, fuck yeah, this could be a dinosaur. But that's the last time anyone mentions anything like this. Uh, And he alludes that it could be a dinosaur. That's what he means by prehistoric. Yeah. It's not only probably absolutely not a bear, it might actually be a dinosaur, but but it's unlikely. (laughs) Nobody mentions dinosaurs again, though. Don't worry.
1: No, the only reason that she would ever be in that location is no longer mentioned.
0: This is all to get her there. But don't worry, (laughs) Kelly doesn't like doing anything quickly or easily, and she is fucking gobsmacked that she would have to go to Maine to to go look at her tooth, which is her Mm. fucking job, by the way. Yeah, What, does she only look at dinosaur bones that she finds within the five kilometres between her house and work? Of course you travel, but she is astounded that Kevin thinks she is a field agent.
1: (laughs) Surely she must have done when she was doing her degree or her masters and whatever she must be fairly educated woman to be working at the natural history museum she must have left her office in which there were bones to find more bones <laughs> <laughs> no these are all of the dinosaur bones i'm willing to look at bring them to me if you're gonna if you're, i'm gonna look at them i
0: fully believe she just walked into the previous paleontologist's office and spoke until that person <laughs> left and took the job Or when I edit, it's gonna really annoy me how I just said paleontologist. (laughs) Cut that in there, put it back. (laughs) So uh, after Kevin's having none of it that she doesn't want to be a field worker, of course you have to be. But then she tries to get out of it by saying she's allergic to timber, which threw me through a loop because I was like, surely that's not a real thing. So I googled it. it Turns out there is like a you can have a timber allergy, uh, specifically sawdust uh, and such. Uh, But it's still a fucking dumb thing to say, so fuck Kelly.
1: (laughs) There's going to be a lot of fuck Kelly in this because, my God, that woman.
0: (laughs) This woman is a bitch.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And nothing highlights that more than the next bit where she's in the plane.
0: Oh my god, yes. She wraps all these excuses up by saying that she's absolutely not going to Maine. Uh, that's ridiculous. And then immediately cut to Kelly flying to Maine. By the way, for some reason, this is a, a light aircraft, not a commercial yeah. flight. She is the only passenger in a, like a small Cessna. plane with, yeah, just the pilot. Uh, like in Kangaroo Jack, where they're trying to shoot Kangaroo Jack out of the sky, <laughs> but they're next to each other rather than one in front, one behind. Of course. For someone who's not a field worker and who is like astounded that field workers exist they got her in the field pretty fucking quickly didn't they
1: yeah almost as if she has a background in field work and that she's done it many many times before
0: I don't know. there's too many trees out there i can't possibly go
1: <laughs> never mind the crocodiles it's the trees i'm worried about
0: <laughs> um, the pilot tells kelly that the, the flight might get a little rough over the mountains that are coming up and Kelly just fucking deadpan looks at him and responds, yeah, that's fine, thank you. Then she pauses for a moment uh, and thinks about it and turns back to him and says, can you not talk to me? Thank you. <laughs> this is our protagonist. I de- we I spent think... more time with her than anyone else yet.
1: Why is she such a bitch? <laughs> it wasn't even set up that she has like a fear of flying or something. Like if she was very nervous, passengers like might get a bit bumpy. And then she said that, maybe, but she doesn't even say it in a nice way. Like, if you're a really, truly nervous flyer, you'll be like, oh, would you mind just not speaking to me for a minute? Like, I need to stay calm. She point blank stares him down as like, don't talk to me, you piece of shit. Just fly the fucking plane.
0: And the pilot had only been nice at this point. He said about the mountains and his first line, which was, I imagine, because they'd cut out something she said before and it was just, the scene was introduced in this way, he said, mm. I'm doing my very best. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't care no. no he doesn't give a shit <laughs> kelly she lands and she goes to meet hank straight away um, mm. at the hospital which is where the body is being kept from the lake hank explains that the tooth was in the body in the morgue and kelly is surprised by this for some reason probably she's not because she's not out in the field much and, and says she's uncomfortable about dead bodies a heads up she hates everything and is uncomfortable about everything Apart from planes, apparently. Yeah, yeah. Um, so really get used to, to things Kelly hates. I, I, we'll make that a segment. <laughs> <laughs> but that's immediately not important uh, until later, guys. Don't worry. As in the next scene, she's analysing the tooth in the morgue, and she IDs it as reptilian, uh, but not a fossil. So it is a a much newer tooth.
1: Yeah. At this point get back on a plane, back to New York with the tooth, I reckon.
0: Yes, in a better film, Kelly would have gone home now. Yeah. <laughs> but unfortunately, everyone, this is Lake Placid, and Kelly's here to stay. And surely someone else could have told that it, it wasn't a fossil.
1: A vet. I'm sure a vet in that in that town would have had the know-how to look at that and go, that's a reptilian tooth. <laughs> Done. That's, you don't have to fly out a bitch of a paleontologist from New York to look at something that a vet could do ten minutes away.
0: No, and she certainly shouldn't stay here, but she's going to. She then asks to see the body. Who knows why? But but they do Mm. show her. And she freaks out, because obviously she doesn't like dead bodies. But to be fair, nobody does. Uh, And she insists then on being taken to the lake. I was kind of intrigued by her at this point. I was like, maybe she'll drop the bitch thing. And, you know, this will all be about now getting to the Mm. bottom of what this creature is. And I, I will get into this later. But this was like a source of disappointment for me, because... It is just a crocodile at the end of the day. There's nothing really special about it, apart from it being maybe three feet larger than a, yeah. a crocodile previously been caught.
1: Well, the premise set out that it was this, like, Loch Ness monster sort of prehistoric thing that might be, like, somehow got into the lake. And granted, it's a fucking big crocodile, but... It's big, yeah. Is it... Is it really noteworthy? They could have made it five times bigger. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like,
0: yes. And if that had been the case, I'd have been much happier. I'd have yeah. put up with a lot more of Kelly's bullshit.
1: Yeah. yeah. A tooth the size of a dinner plate. Oh, like, yeah.
0: <laughs> Just a skullcap of that man left. Yeah. <laughs> Hank pulls him out by the hair. Pulls out maybe a bowl. <laughs>
1: A sarcastic man he deserved it he's <laughs> rude sarcastic
0: Hank, for some reason does agree to take kelly out onto the lake uh, and they get packed up in their car to to, to head out there later that day mm. uh, and hank it's important because hank explains here that nobody nobody lives within 25 miles of the lake
1: <laughs> not except one except
0: for some old couple who live right on it
1: yeah yeah is this is this where we go to betty white We're about to. We're about to.
0: So first, we find out a few more things about our characters here. Uh, (laughs) Firstly, that's also the second time in this movie where somebody says something and then just contradicts it straight away. Nobody lives near the lake, apart from two people who definitely do live near the lake. On the lake. Yeah, or or, (laughs) as close to the lake as you can get.
1: (laughs) Without Um, getting wet.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And uh, we also get a bit more um, character development for Kelly here, where she says she doesn't like mosquitoes. Mm. Will that be important again? no (laughs) i do love that everything about her character development so far has just been things she hates and it will continue to be that just
1: so everybody knows yeah absolutely
0: anyway um jack wells is back in the back in the mix now who's the fishing game bloke who wasn't chewed in half earlier he turns up and, and we're all ready for a bit of field work it's important to note here that for some reason, this film thinks that we want to see Jack Wills and Kelly together and that the seed <laughs> is planted here and it continues throughout the movie. It, it, but I am never going to mention it. It is the most drab and sickening oh my Lord. relationship you could watch on film.
1: It's so awkward the whole way through and it never it never creates like any sort of friction. Like never, There's never a spark between them where it's like, ooh, they might, they might not. They just sort of look at each other a couple of times and like yeah maybe maybe and that's it
0: <laughs> i can absolutely assure you nobody is thinking "Will they won't they they're thinking <laughs> please don't
1: <laughs> bill pullman who is it jack wells his uh his character doesn't deserve to be with that woman he's got his, the best interests of everyone at heart
0: seems like an all right dude A bit boring yeah. but um yeah. yeah generally just wants what's best for the community
1: yeah
0: he'll flirt with her but then when it's like that playful, th- see, now I'm talking about it, Johnny, for fuck's sake. <laughs> and she'll immediately take offense to it and like snap at him for something. Oh, it's going to happen a lot. So as Johnny was just saying, Hank, Jack Wells and uh, Kelly go to the lake to meet one of the people that they know live there. Mm. And it turns out it's only Mrs. Bickerman there now, the, the the wife. And she reveals that her husband died some time ago and... She killed him because he was ill, and it was upon his request. And she hit him over the head with a skillet and buried him under the bulkhead. I didn't really understand what was happening at this point,
1: or why she wasn't arrested on the spot. Yes, yes, that um, is still illegal, as even if they are. Euthanasia for it. is still illegal in America. That's a different argument. Let's not get into that. But she did admit to a police officer that she murdered someone. And then, if you don't believe me, dig him up. This
0: woman only does illegal things throughout this movie. Yeah. And even when she's arrested, she's not really arrested. They let her no. stay in her house. Yeah.
1: Apparently hitting the person, I don't know whether that it is, but in an episode of, I think it was Dallas or something. She did a, an, an episode of that years ago and she killed someone with a skillet in that i don't it can't be dallas i don't i've never seen dallas i don't know if it's that kind of thing but in an episode of something before i don't know whether it's a callback you can cut all of this by the way i'm loving it and i believed you immediately i've never seen dallas
0: i've only heard of it and it sounds like something betty white might have been in
1: yeah yeah but she's definitely had a long enough career let's say it was dallas but yeah apparently that's it could be a callback to that or it might just be a coincidence or mash yeah
0: or one of them I was, you know i'm gonna one say of those law and ones. order but i don't know
1: how old that is
0: oh that might be a bit bit too yeah. far ahead yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe. yeah, so our team after speaking with mrs bickerman uh, they head out onto the water to do some investigating and kelly asks why this lake is so black and instead of answering that question hank says <laughs> they wanted to call it lake placid but that name was already taken At this moment, I paused the movie because I had to check that I was actually watching Lake Placid and not some, like, scary movie version of it. (laughs) Because it's fucking ridiculous for a movie to be called Lake Placid if the lake that they spend, no fucking jokes, 90% of this fucking movie on isn't called Lake Placid. Name it something else. It actually turns out that it's called Black Lake
1: to call it fucking Black Lake. That's that's oh, arguably a better Pretty better good title. fucking
0: name for a monster yeah. movie. Sorry, a creature feature. <laughs> <laughs> that wound me up for sure. Mm. Also, who regulates the name of lakes? If, is that important? Yeah. Is it trademarked by the Big Lake Corporation? Surely you can just yeah. <laughs> call your lake the same thing.
1: Yeah, I mean, it would make it quite difficult trying to find it, wouldn't it? But there's like 20 different Los Angeles, so where does it stop? If you can... If you can name different towns and cities the same thing, why not name lakes the same thing? And it's only exactly. a lake. It's not like a, a massive like waypoint for most people, is it? Also, why
0: is this a plot point? Why is it interesting <laughs> yeah, that <true. laughs> the lake was almost called Lake Placid? I know it's because uh, if the lake was Placid, yeah. there wouldn't be a fucking crocodile in it. But I think cute. you have used the word in which the target audience of this film those aren't connecting for no. anyone people watch this for some dumb shit they don't want to think about it nobody is like worrying about the meaning of placid apart from us right now yeah but yeah that's the point <laughs> of this maybe done isn't the it? job yeah <laughs> <laughs> fuck we're about to unravel this entire franchise
1: bro it's going to be the best film and the best spotted film ever <laughs> we break it down
0: Hank and Kelly are having a conversation about what the plans are from now on, and obviously Kelly loses her mind because they find out she finds out that she'll be staying in a tent. And
1: guess what? If you know
0: anything about her character development, <laughs> Kelly hates camping.
1: <laughs> she uh, didn't think that camping would be in a tent. She wondered if it would be in a Ramada Inn, which is a motel, from what I'm aware. Yep, that's who says they're going camping and then stays in a hotel in a hotel like in a yeah, hotel. yeah. Oh, i'm going camping in my bed <laughs> <laughs>
0: well thankfully hank puts a break on that conversation as well as the boat because he's just spotted something in the lake and what he spotted is just a severed moose head and he mm. pulls that out of the lake and he throws it at the floor uh, and Kelly has a bit of a fucking thing because she doesn't like moose heads, does she? Surprise, surprise. Mm. But what's really important here is we're wondering, probably a bear, mm. what did this to this
1: moose? Yeah, um. but it is just the head. But she, she, when he picks it up, he just puts it on the deck of the boat, right? So it's not that crazy. They fish it out of the water, he drops it on the deck of the boat, and she says, you threw it at me, and then proceeds yep. to slap him. So she shouts at a police officer, then slaps him. She's sultically softened twice, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I said, my note here is that she's the sort of person who would sue you for damaging her car if she ran you over.
0: Yes, and you have just evoked a very specific meme in my head where a girl <laughs> does that exact thing to a, a poor boy, yeah. but he has it all on film. It's yeah. not very entertaining explaining a meme, Evan, but there you go. <laughs> so they arrive back at camp after finding fuck all other than a, a moose's head. Moose head? Moose's head?
1: mice's heads nice uh,
0: and even though she's already been told that it's not a bear uh, by several people and has discerned that this tooth was a reptilian kelly is bothering this deputy who's helping her get packed into her tent uh, De- deputy gare i don't know mm. why i've said that it's not important again she she asks whether or not a bear could have ripped a moose's head off and deputy gare says uh, no no that's that's probably not likely mm. in the realms of this film that's fine in real life i'm, I'm fairly yeah. fairly sure a bear could rip a moose's head off
1: yeah, for sure. Their their claws can cut through pretty much everything. They're big, strong animals, and also oh, yeah. it's not like they're not in the area because we know later on that there are. So I think for it to take down a moose, <laughs> probably not the most absurd thing, but don't worry, it's probably something else.
0: Well, Deputy Gare disagrees. <laughs> and before she can escape this conversation with Kelly, Kelly stops her with a um a nice question where she says... Um, <laughs> <laughs> what's it like to be a woman in the woods in Maine? And he goes on to ask, and I'm, I'm paraphrasing a little here, whether all the men are going to get horny and rape her like in Deliverance.
1: Yeah, what an odd thing to say to another human being. A
0: lot of odd things in this movie. He's it is even... played off as a comic moment, which I can <laughs> sort of understand. But truthfully, you could probably do anything you wanted to her in the woods and she would still think it was a bear, so... Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> What's she going to do? <laughs> <laughs> Probably, yeah.
0: So just as that lovely conversation ends with Deputy Gare, a helicopter swoops in over the lake and lands right near the camp. Mm. As if there wasn't already enough happening in this movie, now we've got this weird, rich, kooky, mythologist, crocodile yeah. lover named Hector turn up. Yeah. Who, if you thought you didn't like people so far... God the bounds of your not liking things hasn't been tested enough because this guy is
1: I mean just
0: fundamentally unlikable.
1: Yeah, he looks like a overweight yoga teacher in a wig. <laughs> it's exactly. But I will say that helicopter looks fucking cool. It was all like alligator print on it or well, crocodile print. I, I presume on the outside right. it looks really fucking cool. Sam was saying he
0: would have lost his mind that you just confused alligators with
1: crocodiles. (laughs) But his whole thing is that he like travels the world to swim with crocodiles and stuff, and he's he likes like coming face to face with them, and they never want to kill him. Apparently, is what he sets up. But he is now the money and like the facilitator for the rest of the film. Without him, nothing would happen. He has all of the equipment.
0: True, true. Everyone else is woefully unprepared. But Mm. I don't understand why. The same with Kelly. Why is he allowed to stay around? Yeah. He's the only one in, interested in, like, capturing the crocodile or, like, yeah. learning about it. Everybody else wanted to kill it beforehand. But, again, this is just the film gently convincing you that it must go on <laughs> for a little longer.
1: He just injects himself into what's an ongoing investigation. Investigation, yes. That's like me going scene. up to a crime scene and being like, all right, I've watched uh, CSI a few times. you you want <laughs> all right, to have a go? Mm-hmm. Sunglasses <laughs> on have <laughs> got a windbreaker for me
0: so we now get a, a kind of info dump about what's happening uh, from hector here. he is mm. also like kind of the exposition guy and he says that crocodiles have been migrating north uh, and this lake whatever the lake is called connects up to the ocean uh, mm. so it's very possible that this crocodile if it is a crocodile could have ended up here hank points out that crocodiles can't swim in salt water but hector can't <laughs> refute that and the movie forgets that at this point. Yeah. So don't Didn't worry he say about it. Someone them, I should
1: tell them that. <laughs> I was like, but I googled it. They can't. <laughs> He's acting like they could. Or maybe he did. Maybe I'm making that up. But I've, I've got a note here saying that he that he said that. Little jab that he always does. He says
0: very weird things all the time, just to piss Hank off. They immediately hate each other, and you'd think it'd be funny, but it's actually just a very agitating scene every time it happens in this movie. It's it's very grating, yeah, because it holds up the plot, and the only Mm. purpose it serves is to extend the scene a little bit longer, so we forget that we haven't seen a crocodile for a little while.
1: Yeah.
0: Anyway, now uh, everybody's agreed that they're all going to do this together for some reason, and. (laughs) I'm going to be naming a lot of characters at the same time from now on, so prepare yeah. yourselves. Hector, Kelly, Jack, and Hank all row out onto the lake. In case. They're scanning for a crocodile signature, whatever that means. Possibly mm. sonar, I guess. Yeah. Uh, and Hector reveals that he and Kelly banged at some point. No idea why, is and she it's never mentioned Daniel. again. anyway.
1: She's like, no, we didn't. So yeah. this man is a liar as well. Or maybe they did. Well, she's lying, yeah. Yeah, he's clearly got some moves because he puts it on one of the officers later and she's well Deputy Gare.
0: Yeah, it's Deputy Gare. Yeah, I pretended like she wasn't important, but she is. She bangs this guy. (laughs) So uh, Hank stops the boat here because he sees, quote, white perch being afraid in the water, Mm. which if you haven't seen uh, and you can't imagine, just think about piranhas feeding. And if you've never seen that, just imagine putting your hand in the surface of the water and going... That's what this looks like. Yeah. And as they're watching that, the boat capsizes because something is below them and <laughs> Kelly and Jack are thrown into the water and they're desperately trying to get back.
1: I'd like to point out that they... Jack was... Oh, no, sorry, not Jack. The... oh, what's the It's a lot of, name? of names. Hank? Gleason. yeah, Hank. He was in the boat that was dragged at the beginning, right? So he knows how powerful this animal is. And yet they go out in kayaks... And I just finished typing, kayaks probably isn't a good idea. This animal, as they know, is probably pretty big. And at that moment, it does a full flip over in the air. And yeah, this is the first of many times that Kelly decides that she doesn't like being in vehicles.
0: <laughs> she hates not being in the water, John. Yeah. <laughs> or rather, the attention being on her. Oh, yeah. So somehow they all get to safety because... I guess the, the crocodile is just playing with them to some extent, but really there's only so much budget that could be spent on this and we can't yeah. afford to see the crocodile yet. But it's it's coming soonish, so don't worry about it. We're back at camp and they're having a little conversation and Kelly phones the U.S. Wildlife Service to try and get some help. But they will just not believe a single word from a paleontologist who, <laughs> again, quote, works at one of the Natural History Museums.
1: <laughs> not the Natural History Museum in New York. No, she didn't even
0: mention New York. Or <laughs> any other building name or department that she might be a part no. of. Just Is it the
1: Smithsonian? Is that the name of
0: it? She's a... W- would be great. Yeah, just drop that. Um, I don't know. That's she's an in-house, not a field worker, yeah, paleontologist famously. for <laughs> a Natural History Museum. <laughs> Somehow that doesn't manage to convince them. So we aren't getting any help at this point. As if we aren't just full to the brim of things happening. Randomly, next to where they st- they stood, uh, they find a half-chewed, half-digested human toe in the grass. Mm. Probably belonged to the man from the start of the movie. This somehow, I don't know, Hector does some long speech about acid or something, but he deducts that this is definitely a crocodile now. I don't know why this <laughs> is the clue, and not the fact they were just knocked out of the boat. <laughs> but this is it. I'm still holding out for a bear. Uh, yeah, I, I wrote uh, that in my uh, notes. That swims I mean, underwater. Soon, well, they swim, don't they?
1: Yeah, above water, though, don't they?
0: I don't know enough about bears. Know, probably, they yeah. Do. Never yeah. seen a bear dive
1: <laughs> off the top board. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so we very quickly forget about the toe, and we never learn what they do with it. We skip <laughs> straight to nighttime, and for some reason. <sighs> We're just having a party in the middle of... what well, is a very, like, jungle-like environment. Well, we're in the bayou or yeah. some such tree-surrounding river-lake-type murky-water shit. You can imagine it. Kermit the yeah. Frog would we'll be playing the banjo on a, on a stump somewhere nearby. <laughs> and near that, there are tents, two tents set up, and there are disco lights and drinks and lots of frisking.
1: Yeah. Uh, we... <laughs> I think there's two men digging a hole outside.
0: Yes, there are. Yes. Yeah, the and he's
1: like, he paid us to do it. And they're like, Well, stop then, come inside. And then they go into the tent and it's uh it's Hector talking to the the police officer that I was talking about earlier. Yeah, but you did get He says, Law enforcement is a dangerous is dangerous work. You've got such big, wonderful boobs. In the in the same in the same breath, he says it's dangerous. Nice tits nice rack
0: <laughs> nobody lives near the lake two people live near the lake yeah <laughs> that's just this movie bro <laughs> nice rack nice
1: he is a predator
0: he is such a strange everybody's a weird character in this movie but he is the one i'm by far the most confused by
1: mm, yeah. what
0: is he doing and why is he in this who knows anyway yeah so that the party shut down after hanks had enough of hector's bullshit and then mm. we kind of cut to outside where jack and kelly are talking about why she's really there and you think you're going to get this like sort of meaningful moment where she's really like there investigating or she thinks that dinosaurs might have actually survived and they might be lurking about underwater because the meteor wouldn't have affected them under there or or some fucking like you said earlier Loch Ness bullshit yeah yeah. but instead it literally is that she was dumped and she's too sad to go home yet well
1: go on holiday (laughs) Yeah, go on holiday get pissed in a bar don't go hunting a crocodile in a place that you famously hate, surrounded by people that you think are going to attack you.
0: You are doing nothing but things you hate. <laughs> yeah. Pilots, mosquitoes, camping, moose heads.
1: <laughs> You've done your job. You did it days ago. You could, you, you could have said, yeah, still working here, don't worry. You could have gone for a spa break, you could have really got some like meat time going. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm going to continue doing things I hate to punish myself. <laughs> How will I remain a bitch otherwise? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, God.
0: Anyway, it's now sleepy time. And everyone's settling (laughs) down for the night. Uh, But Hank wakes up to go for a piss after all the partying. There is so much steam coming up from the piss. I wasn't going to mention this, but I can't (laughs) stop thinking about it.
1: Is it just really cold? Or
0: (laughs) too much effects? I don't know, but it was very (sighs) distracting.
1: Yeah, I thought the same thing. I've got a note of that too. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, I didn't know where to go with it. I just really needed to say it.
1: <laughs> Mine's literally steamy piss, full stop.
0: <laughs> I highlighted it in the colour where it's like, actually, don't say this, Ev. It's not very funny. You don't have anywhere to go with it. But I saw it, I was like, I need to know if Johnny thought it was too much steam as oh, well. Oh, <laughs> yeah.
1: It was like the, the fog machines in Arachnophobia. Yes. Yeah.
0: But the thing is... I think he might have actually been pissing because when he pulls up his pants and you sort of get a, a shot of it, it's all kind of one shot. There's piss yeah. stains on his little, little tidy <laughs> whiteys.
1: Yeah, Hector says, waving his wang around, scaring the shit out of me. So he must have been pissing.
0: <laughs> yes. Uh, well, you're quite right. He bumps into Hector, who's like setting more traps outside. This scene is supposed to be setting up that we're eventually going to be trapping the crocodile near the other camp. Yeah, but I assure you, no such thing happens.
1: Did they come close? Well, I, no, I, I guess so. No. <laughs> yeah, but not through any means that they've actually done. Not dunked. the traps. No. <laughs> he, he paid two men to dig a hole.
0: When <laughs> <laughs> he tried to fuck their colleague, yeah, that's why, that's why he was doing this. Yeah,
1: okay. Get yeah, these dickheads out of the way.
0: So Hank and Hector have a little argument as they always fucking do. And eventually Jack comes out and says, look, if you interfere with the investigation, you're gone. Unfortunately, he never does go, but (laughs) we can hope. Now our crack team are back on the lake again in Mm. very similar sized boats to the one that was just capsized with more crocodile sensing equipment. Big quotation marks there. Hector and Jack decide to dive into the lake to actually look for the crocodile I guess. I don't know what you do after that. Once you see the crocodile, I suppose you
1: die. You know it's killed Moose. Moose? Mises? Miseses? Mises? Is
0: that what you (laughs) decided? No, I don't think so.
1: Something like that, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. But yeah, you know it's killed people, and it's killed a man very quickly and easily by ripping him in half. Is that really the way you want to go, by going in the water to find it actively? They've got fucking sonar and radar, as it turns out later.
0: Yes, and I think they're even using it right now. But yeah. the the writers of this movie have written themselves into a hole themselves because yeah. they realise we always want to be in the lake, literally in the water to see the crocodile, but there is yeah. no conceptual reason any human would ever get in that water with the crocodile, so we Absolutely all agree not. just to ignore it. Yeah, so they're, they're combing the bottom of the lake looking for stuff, and Jack does spot the tail of what could possibly be a croc
1: mm. and
0: or a bear, uh, and in the meantime, in the boat, <laughs> Kelly asserts that the crocodile is probably on land, which definitely means that the crocodile is in the water. There's a big old tug from below the depth, depths, and Kelly is knocked into the water for, Again. God, uh, for the second time? time. Second time, okay. Second Again. time,
1: but just highlighting how much... She, either she has terrible, terrible balance, or she just wants to try and get someone to save her.
0: She was jumping in already. She hit the water before that croc (laughs) hit the boat, for sure. Nobody's looked at me in seconds.
1: (laughs) I need to find a new man, quickly.
0: (laughs) Jack and Kelly uh, managed to get back in the boat, but Hector's still in there somewhere. If you are like me, you are hoping that Hector's going to die at this point because if you yeah. you've suffered through all of this, you're not a fan. You're not a fan of anyone. Any of them can die, but unfortunately, there is an unnamed police officer in the boat at this time and he is the, the chosen one to get murked. So he's this like dangling cool. a, a radio in the water or something. Yeah. Uh, and the, instead of letting it go, he holds on to it once the crocodile pulls and is also pulled into the water.
1: No, it bites his head off oh, yeah, in midair, does doesn't his head it? Off. Yeah, it, he's like, yeah, he's like, leaning over the boat, and it bursts out of the water and takes his head off. Gets him. I thought oh. that that was pretty because he just flops back into the boat like headless, and they're all like, "Fuck it out!" But he um, also, I don't I get too far ahead, ahead. <laughs> 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 but this, it must have just bitten it and spat it straight back out, because we find this head.
0: Shit, sure, we do find a head, don't we?
1: Yeah, so maybe it's it's got, like, knives on its back and it just cuts it off, <laughs> or, like, it bites it off, and then rather than eat it, it just spits it out.
0: Johnny, if you were writing this movie, I'm sure you would have made it <laughs> so. The croc is smart enough to know that they, they're hunting them, and so he's just hunting them for fun, and that was yeah. some kind of mind game. But unfortunately... I guess the croc just isn't hungry at this moment, and so spits the head out for later.
1: <laughs> They're learning.
0: <laughs> Zooming forward past some uh, some more flirting, some arguing, and definitely assuming it was all a beer again, they find a, a croc print in the mud. This is mm. quite a bit later on. There's a, a fairly huge segment of this movie that you don't need to watch. So, hey... Yeah. If you are watching at the same time as you're listening, fast forward now until you get to the croc print. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly and Jack essentially want to take a, a cast of the print. And if you thought the arguments were over, they are over, they're absolutely not, because Jack insinuates that Kelly could be doing this slightly better, and Kelly fucking freaks out, <laughs> obviously. And this is, as you were just talking about, Johnny, where the head rolls out of the grass.
1: Not rolls, is catapulted as she steps on a stick.
0: It is. You're right. I'm thinking it's- about the toe they found moments <laughs> yeah.
1: ago in the same spot that they find the head. Exactly. Where they should have looked a bit harder. This is it's <laughs> mental that this happened. I want to see the positioning of how that head was on this stick. It's what happened in Arachnophobia, where the things on his on his oh, chest yes. and he and flicks he the it fucking, into yeah.
0: the uh, circuit box.
1: Yeah. It's that whole thing and then it just rolls down and they're like, oh shit, that's your man from earlier. It's, it's so fucking unnecessary. What would be better if you never found the head and it was just a crocodile decapitating people? You don't need to find the head. It makes no difference.
0: Yeah, no wonder this fucking croc keeps killing people. It's not chewed or digested a single fucking thing. It bites their head <laughs> off and then leaves it somewhere
1: else. It's starving.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so after you have taken the cast of this croc and I I think they just leave the head there. We never talk about the head again. <laughs> I don't think. I think there is a scene where Hank is upset that his deputy is dead, but I I think that mm. was earlier, right after he died. I don't think he has much to say yeah. right after they find his, his head.
1: Uh, Hector sort of consoles him, yeah. and that's quite a nice moment between them. But don't make don't make you think don't make you think don't think that this new like respect for each other is gonna last.
0: No, and even that kind of turned into a farce within like 30 seconds because then yeah. it's quite a nice moment where you're like oh finally I can enjoy a movie where there is some people getting on but then exactly. Hector goes off on this weird sort of ramble about himself It could have which is why it I admitted thing it I just found
1: it so weird a ragtag group of people who then became friends and they did this thing together in the end everyone hates everyone at the end and they part as enemies yeah <laughs> like yeah, it's it's so unnecessary so
0: they've just taken the 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 cast of the print and jack is sort of looking through the trees and because this film only takes place (laughs) 10 feet out into the lake and 10 feet from the camp uh, he can see mrs bickerman's house and she is leading a cow out to the water uh, where the the croc is actually waiting (laughs) Don't worry about it. Uh, She reveals, they head over there after the croc fucking eats that cow, obviously. And she reveals that she's been feeding this massive fucking croc for six years. And it turns out that the croc actually killed her husband in a freak accident. An accident where a man accidentally walks up to the water where he knows a crocodile is, where the crocodile is about to accidentally eat his horse, uh, but then the crocodile accidentally eats him. You know, it, it
1: was an accident. So why the fuck did she say that she killed him? Why, why was that the go-to lie? I, I,
0: I think it. Well, her reason for it later on, the film's reason for it, is that she didn't want anyone to kill the crocodile. But So,
1: why can't she say that he drowned? Uh, yeah. <laughs> if only you were in the writers' room, away Johnny. In his sleep. Because
0: they had the first <laughs> idea, which was, I killed him, and they went with that.
1: Yeah. It's Oh God, it's so mad. My my note for this is okay. Now it's getting ridiculous. Betty White is feeding a cro- the croc a cow. It's, it was the, it was at that point that it sort of flipped from this film that was they're trying to hunt something to this woman's feeding a crocodile. <laughs>
0: she is such an odd addition to this. Probably my favorite. Like she yeah. clearly gets what the tone of this movie is supposed to be because she's quite aggressive and mean to everyone. Yeah. Well, I say that like everybody isn't aggressive and mean to everyone, but it plays against our known persona of her, which is why yeah. that is funny. Whereas well, they, everyone else in this movie kind of follows her lead. But at the time, yeah. I didn't know who any of these were. No, uh, no. Well, I say that like I've seen this movie before, but I wouldn't <laughs> have known who they were.
1: Well, they say um, at that point, there's like, well, a Peter would be glad, than PETA would be glad to see, uh, to hear about you feeding cows to to crocodiles. And I don't know whether at the time, but didn't she go on to be like the spokesperson for Peter? I think you before... know
0: more about Betty White than me,
1: my man. Well, she was like, she's like the American's David Attenborough, isn't she? Or was she was she passed away a couple of years ago, didn't she? R.I.P. Yeah, R.I.P. Bless up.
0: I have no idea. I don't know.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well,
0: I don't know. <laughs> this movie let's is one more mind or of It could be wrong. <laughs>
1: Oh, she also calls Hank Officer Fuck Me, which I thought was funny coming out of a little old lady's mouth. (laughs) Yeah.
0: It's strange because she doesn't, I think maybe because I became aware of Betty White when she was a fair bit older, uh, closer to like, probably, you know, within five, ten years of her dying. But um, she looks quite young in this. She looks like an old lady, but younger than she, all I'm describing is age. Oh, never mind.
1: (laughs) How old was she when she died? Uh, She was younger than... Quite old, I think. Nearly 100. Yeah, she was almost 100. She looked looked at least 22 years younger than when she died. Yes, that is what I'm trying to say.
0: (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) Right, we're off the rails.
1: Yeah, back on.
0: So I decided to, even though this doesn't happen chronologically, I decided to do the film's... The writers work and, and split these intersections that made sense. So going back in time a little bit, Hector is taking his helicopter over to a cove where he thinks that the crocodile might be living. This is happening at the same time as when they're taking the cast. And he... Is it cast or cask?
1: What, of a Of a film. footprint. Oh. Oh. No, it's... Yeah, you... Oh, <laughs> It's a... I would say cast, but yeah. Cast, yes. Cast. Cast. I no, no, so. or
0: C-A-S-K.
1: Now you've questioned me, I have no idea. Okay, shit. Let's just ignore it. Am I going to go it? No.
0: <laughs> no, let's just keep going, baby. Um, he decides <laughs> to go for a swim because he is so fucking confident. This guy, we haven't really talked about him as much as as we probably should have, but mm. he is an actual fucking nutter. He truly believes in some weird way that, like crocodiles, are almost like godlike beings. They're yeah. he keeps referring to them as dragons, which kind of makes me feel sick because it almost feels sexual the way he's saying it. Like he's
1: yeah, yeah I got like that he truly.
0: Too. It's it's not just like a sort of respect for them about like mm. because they're fucking cool animals. I can understand someone being really interested in animals. They're like yeah, along with sharks, one of the longest surviving species of animal. Uh, yeah, in well, they, the you know the same form and evolved.
1: Yeah, they said that it's it uh, again in the future, but they said it's like 150 years old. Which yes, yeah, which is important. Like that's I think that's pretty cool. I can understand why people would be obsessed with it in a way. Well, yeah, but even, he is like like even his helicopter, like we said, is covered in this stuff, and he's like the the crocodile man. Like it's a bit like um, what's his face? The Australian dude who got killed by string stingray, Steve Irwin. Yeah, it's like that. If he was a horrible, horrible narcissist.
0: If there was such a thing as bronies, you know, people who love My Little Pony for yeah, yeah. Uh, crocodiles, this guy is it. Nice. Yeah, we've, we've come to a good uh, description <laughs> of what this guy is like. And now we can go into yeah. it. He is proper confident that this crocodile is not going to kill him. So yeah. he's swimming around in the water near its cove. Uh, the croc is obviously just fed over at Betty White's house. I forgot my name mm-hmm. of her character. So she's now Betty White. Yeah. Uh, and finds Hector at his cove. Immediately, Hector realises that he was wrong about only this individual croc, though. He's still on good terms with all the others, and he tries to quickly get back in his helicopter. The croc bites on and tries to pull it back down. Very sick scene.
1: <laughs> so at this point, I was looking at that helicopter because it's it's trying to take off. And there's this bit where it's wrestling with the, the crocodile. and um And I googled what the largest crocodile ever they've ever found was, and... They said it's 20 feet and three inches long, and it weighed 2,370 pounds. big motherfucker is the one that we've seen. It was called Low Long. And uh, you find out in the coming scenes that this one is 30 feet long. So if you were to work it out, it would be, uh, let's say, 3,555 pounds. So <laughs> what I've done here is I've compared it to different things and how oh. many things this, this crocodile weighs. So it weighs the same as my van with me in it.
0: I thought you were going to take measurements that everybody who's listening could <laughs> relate to, but instead something nope. definitely only we would know.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, a Transit Connect van with me in it, uh, two smart cars, 10 okay, corner yep. sofas. 10? Average. 10 corner sofas, <laughs> 19 <laughs> Bill Pullmans. <laughs> And my personal favourite, as I'm drinking right now, 3,793
0: cans of Stella. Oh, beautiful. <laughs>
1: That's a big fucking allig- crocodile, not an alligator.
0: Okay. Um, well, all of this is definitely gone in the episode description. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Hector gets back to camp, uh, and, and people know that he's been in the water with this crocodile, and Jack is just bloody not pleased at all. And you remember earlier how he said that if Hector did anything to get in the way of the investigation, he'd be mm. thrown out of the camp. Well, Jack says that again, instead of doing anything about the time he said it last time.
1: Yeah.
0: Kelly sort of consoles him, which is weird. I didn't know that these characters were so close, other than that well, they might have banged at some point. Allegedly, yeah. Yeah, allegedly. Um. Uh, and Hector sort of says that he wanted the crocodile to judge him. Again, this is this weird leaning into this I'm going to call them cronies, I guess, which is crocodile bronies. (laughs) Yeah, we're going to go with that. Uh, And he agrees not to go back in the water because this crocodile was actually quite terrifying. But he Mm. says to Kelly that they can't let Jack and Hank kill the croc. He he still wants it to live because he's fascinated by how it got here and how old it is and how big it is. Probably his massive fucking dick.
1: Yeah, I was very close to sort of writing this off until they said that and then it it gives a a motive for them to come in contact with it again in sort of a meaningful way otherwise they would just fucking drop a load of grenades in the fucking water I
0: I, I get why why the movie wants us to save it and you know I don't even want the croc to die the only thing I think Make that's been one. set up at this point would mean I want the Croc to die is the gun that Hank has been talking about all movie. He <laughs> pulls it out when they're packing up. He's pulled it out a few times whenever they're like in a close situation. And it's, yeah. it looks like a shotgun, but it is not. It is some sort of grenade launcher or mini rocket.
1: I'll tell you what it is.
0: Oh my God, tell me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's a fake gun that they made as a prop specifically for this film. Oh. It, they called it a lightweight forward area air device unit which i don't think is an acronym for anything no but it's a yeah a, as a name is pretty good for, sounds like for something, something doesn't sounds it sounds like military but yeah it's it looks like it's a like a 40 mil grenade launcher but yeah. the the person that i saw apparently it's not it's it's firing some kind of like solid shot shotgun kind of thing like you said but yeah it, it is looks effective like as we'll find out.
0: Oh, we're going to get to that. (laughs) So Hector hatches a plan to trap the croc, and he has to convince everyone in the group to agree with it. It's essentially Florida Fish and Game are now on their way. Not the U.S. Wildlife Service or the Fish and Game Department that Jack is from. This is Florida Fish and Game. These are, for some reason, the bad guys. And they're on the way to kill the croc. So Hector proposes they, they try to trank it and trap it at the same time everybody's worried that you can't trank it and you can't trap it it's just too big yeah don't worry guys they're fucking gunning aren't they (laughs) jack especially takes like a pretty hard line against this he is well up for killing this gun
1: oh yeah and that doesn't fall off either
0: no uh, until the moment that gun is in hank's hands yeah so the first step of this plan uh which is Pretty good, to be fair. They head over to Mrs. Bickerman's <laughs> farm, which is Betty White, where they just steal one of her cows.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she has a problem with, despite seeing her feed one to a fucking crocodile earlier.
0: <laughs> they strap this cow to the bottom of the helicopter and uh, Hector flies it over to uh, the cove he'd been at earlier, where all the deputies can line up with tranquilizers in their cars and shoot down at the croc. Now... I know that this film at the end says no animals were harmed in the filming of this movie. And I'm sure all the crocodiles were fine, if there were any. But this cow was absolutely harmed. That's a real <laughs> cow. You cannot tell me that's a CGI cow. That's no, a, real that is a real cow, cow. cow. dangling in yeah. the water. There is yeah. no way that's not harmed.
1: No, for sure. I don't, they didn't actually do it from a helicopter. I looked it up and they uh, hung it from a crane. This poor fucking cow is just dangling in the water, like... Oh. And also, it transitions from day till night. So how long is that cow in the fucking water for? Long time, soaking yeah. like a fucking teabag, mate. <laughs> I've just noticed that we skipped the bear from earlier.
0: Oh, shit, we did. Okay, let's hit that before the end of the movie. Yeah. Where long was that?
1: That was after matey boy gets his head bitten off. Well, at this bit, you see... Uh, there's a bear comes out from behind him in the woods, right? So yeah. <laughs> they're all fucking shitting themselves because there's a bear there and they turn around and then <laughs> out of nowhere the crocodile just jumps out of the water and there's using live action footage of a bear. So it's a real bear on camera and then yeah, it turns yeah, yeah, into yeah. some PlayStation 2 graphics where it's wrestling around with this also badly animated crocodile this is so bad compared to the rest of the film. It's just jarring from where it was an actual bear to then it's like something out of The Jungle Book.
0: Anytime there is movement or interaction with other objects, the CGI mm. in this movie really struggles. I liked when the bear turned up because I really yeah. thought the movie was about to go. <laughs> it was a bear all along. Yeah, I did and too. Then Like, sort of another movie would begin where there is a crocodile and it's new people. You know, I thought Mm. that'd be quite funny. But yeah, the the bear just gets absolutely fucked up by the crocodile.
1: If it was done now, that would look really cool. But no dice. (laughs) So this
0: cow dangling from the helicopter. I love how these guys are all going out of their fucking way now to save this crocodile, yeah? Yeah. A, A creature cold-blooded doesn't give a fuck about me or you yeah you
1: kill three people
0: but that cow can go fuck itself
1: yeah yeah it doesn't <laughs> Just matter dangle him dangling. to be fair it would have been eaten anyway by that uh, croc at some point if betty white uh, yeah, kept on too, feeding I it yeah. <laughs> early dinner
0: so they eventually lure the croc up onto the shore and it takes a bite at the cow but jack tranks it beneath its armor plate and its scales yeah, uh, But Hector drops the cow into the water by accident and that kind of swings his helicopter off balance and the, the croc disappears into the water. The helicopter crashes and Hector is now in the water. That cow is dead for sure. Uh, probably not in real life, but definitely in the film.
1: No, no, it comes back later. Cause I, I made a, Yeah, I made a note of it. Afterwards, they make sure to say, oh, and don't worry, the cow's all right, because it just walks past it behind the frame.
0: Oh, I hate <laughs> this movie less now. I was oh. really annoyed about yeah. the cow.
1: <laughs> but also, if there was a cow swimming around in the water, that crocodile would eat that cow and then leave again, probably, unless it is as intelligent as they're making out it to be, just beheading people and spitting out heads.
0: Hector gets back onto his helicopter and he's trying to stay away from the, the gator. No, the crocodile, which is sort of playing between the helicopter and the shore, keeping everyone involved. Mm. Hank is trying to get close enough to the croc to get a shot with his shotgun slash grenade launcher.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, he's obviously standing in the water. Big jump scare that the crocodile was actually right next to Frank. Hank. But no <laughs> dice. Hank's fine. There's a lot of fucking names in this <laughs> movie. The deputies all shoot at the, the crocodile, but it's no good. Some are landing, those tranks, but this croc's mm. just too fucking big and he's too fucking angry to go down anytime soon.
1: It's a lot of cans of Stella.
0: So much is going on here, but I completely missed how and why Kelly got in the water. But I blinked and all of a sudden she is halfway between the helicopter and the shore, even though the croc has just jumped out at Hank. Did yeah. you catch it?
1: Well, I'm guessing that she's going to go and get Hector who can swim. We've seen him swim in the past. He's seen it on the shore. He could swim to shore. Why is she swimming out to him to then for him to swim back to shore with her? Also, we see the crocodile pop his fucking things on his helicopter earlier. During this whole thing, it's fine. I don't know whether he carries spare ones on board, but it's a pretty small helicopter.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, it needs to stay afloat for this scene and for all coming scenes because... (laughs) As we're about to learn, the helicopter is the trap. (laughs) Um,
1: It's so stupid.
0: Kelly's in the water, uh, probably because everybody's paying attention to the croc, and and she needed a little bit of that sweet stuff, you know. Hector tells her to dive, because as we've just said, fucking crocodiles can't see shit underwater, and she manages to avoid it on the first run. She hides behind a tree underwater, and (laughs) the croc does see her this time, but sort of can't close his... So imagine this: your back is to a tree in the water. There is a croc swimming up to the tree. It locks its jaws around you, but the tree yeah. stops it from biting you. Yeah. There you go, like an audio book. <laughs> yeah. um, and then she eventually ends up on the helicopter with Hector, which now just worsens the situation. Not, that, nothing that is, that is better two now. To
1: save it's yeah. it's just. So a helicopter
0: much. where one of, the, one of the inflatable bits is popped. Yeah. So it's slowly sinking <laughs> with double the weight, but it's fine. The croc decides to smash up through the helicopter to try get to them, but it gets lodged in between the doors. So imagine you're a crocodile and you're looking up sideways at a helicopter and both doors are open <laughs> uh, and you're aiming right the way through to get to the guy stood on one side of the helicopter and then you get wedged in between that's yeah. what it's like
1: a perfect analogy would be in Die Hard 4.0 where bruce willis jumps the motorbike into the side of a helicopter that's exactly what this crocodile does
0: that is the only part of that movie i remember <laughs>
1: yeah it's the only good part of that movie <laughs> but yeah he's stuck in there like he's I don't know. I don't even know how to describe it. I would also like to think that this giant animal could probably wiggle free. They're powerful animals even when they're small. Yeah. Like, and this is already fucked and crashed and split apart and whatever. This animal could get. Um, maybe the tranquilizer is starting to do a little bit of something, which is part of it. But.
0: I think that's what we're supposed to believe because he does do very soon a little sleep. Mm. But this is happening as a plot device. Because as the the drugs kick in, uh, whilst the the croc is caught in the helicopter, Jack tells Hank to to shoot the croc. Now there's a big debate again. Are we going to kill it or are we going to try and save it? Jack is probably looking at it and thinking what we're thinking. That's too fucking big to stay there. And I don't reckon those drugs are going to last. So just fucking pop it in the head and everything will be fine. Everybody's trying to argue against it. Jack's pretty adamant until Hank actually goes to take the shot and then... No, we don't want to shoot anything. And at this point, I was pretty fucking annoyed. This gun has been referenced so many times by Hank. But I was like, are they actually not going to shoot it? Yeah. But then also, (laughs) uh, you know, conflicted because I was like, I actually like the croc. It's the only cool part of this movie. I don't want it to die. Thank God the writers are fucking geniuses because a second crocodile...
1: (laughs) Yeah, boy.
0: ...almost as big as the fucking first jumps out of the water and... its head fucking explodes into knowing this film what is just a pile of severed heads because they love that shit
1: it reduces it to fucking dust (laughs) i don't know what is in those fucking projectiles but it's something nuclear (laughs)
0: <laughs> I don't know, but I fucking loved it.
1: Uh, no, it I'm so pretty happy at this
0: point. They saved it for a good fucking moment.
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, I wasn't expecting the second crocodile at all. Me so either. That was a good. That was a good addition.
0: Florida Wildlife and Game finally turned up, and I can only imagine how pissed off they'd be because now they have to clean up. A giant fucking crocodile caught in a helicopter, which I assume (laughs) Hector would want back at
1: some point. Do you reckon they got the fire brigade in with the jaws of life to free it? Imagine (laughs) that getting that cool yeah we need you down at lake uh, not lake placid black lake whatever it is black yeah. Lake, yeah yeah and uh, it's like yeah yeah well we'll we'll talk about it when you get here
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then they turn up and then they call the fucking paramedics they're yeah. like no not us no <laughs> yeah but then we forget about the crocodile for a moment because we've got to end off all like character relationships. And essentially, we're now from the perspective of Kelly, which is the last person you want to be in the shoes of. And she's saying goodbye to every character until eventually she gets to Jack. Mm. And they share this boring fucking goodbye moment. And then they get back together and they agree to go to the bar. And Jack asks if she's going to complain the whole time. Like, she hasn't just... Complained for 82 fucking minutes my time i don't even know how much time it's been for you but you're a fucking saint for pushing through this
1: yeah i would leave her in the fucking dust of my truck if that was me
0: oh my god i want to put her beneath the tire of your truck
1: mate (laughs) i'm not even going to give her a lift to the fucking airport (laughs) (laughs) no see you later she needs to say goodbye to the lake apparently is what she said to someone else which is weird considering she fucking hates camping and hates everything about it. But
0: Yeah. <laughs> and I that lake is of five, full of fucking severed heads, which yeah. she
1: hates. <laughs> and atomized crocodiles.
0: Well, fool on you. Fool on you? You're a fool. Shame on you for thinking that's the end of the movie. Because we now have fool two on more. You.
1: Fool on me. <laughs> oh,
0: sorry. We can't to Mrs. Beckham. <laughs> feeding some little baby crocs setting up that all-important sequel but yeah. if that wasn't a convincing enough sequel for you we also then view the croc being taken on the back of like a big truck very very reminiscent of whatever jurassic park movie it is where they put the t-rex in the thing and take it to the city and the t-rex gets loose if that's even yeah. Jurassic Park, who gives a fucking
1: shit? The movie's over. <laughs> Do you remember when the whale got caught in the Thames? That does it, ring a fucking bell, yeah, yes. It, I can't I can't put a finger on when, but they did that to it. I d I don't even know if it lived or not, but that was a big that was big news for like a week, basically, if you're not from the UK. A whale swam up a river. Our big river. Yeah, the biggest river. I don't don't even know if it is. Into the centre of London. And then they had to put it on the back of a lorry and drive it back to the coast, I guess.
0: And they just scooped the dust and become back into the water, (laughs) hoping it would reform somewhere else.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, yeah. I said, well, they've got two avenues for, for sequels now, haven't they? They've got the Crocs in the lake, and then they've got... The big boy going back to... Was it Hector said that he's got a place for it?
0: Yeah, he alludes to it being like an empty tanker somewhere that they can put it in. Yeah. Who knows? I'm positive he is in none of the sequels. (sighs) And I'm sure that none of the sequels relate to either of those two endings. No. They're all standalone movies in which a crocodile is terrorizing three to four people for 80 minutes.
1: Well, there aren't many sequels either. Four, I think? No, there's five. Five! (laughs) Yep. Lake Placid 2, 3, Lake Placid the final chapter. No, it isn't. Lake Placid Legacy (laughs) and Lake Placid versus Anaconda. And then it's (gasps) featured in two other sort of Sharknado versus Croctopus kind of things, I think. Mm. Mm.
0: I'm desperate to do all of them, you know.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That would be pretty good, actually.
0: (laughs) I have a kind of like obsession with franchises where the first one is iconic and then Mm. they they just keep going and then you always speak to people who are like oh no the third one's the best two is mediocre power through still watch it still watch it (laughs) of course then watch number three which is definitely (laughs) the best one
1: don't watch four but five (laughs)
0: wow that really wraps up the series So I like the idea of really putting yourself through that. Like, watching all ten Nightmare on Elm Streets yeah. in a really condensed amount of time and just fully immersing yourself in, in what yeah, must sure. be worsening movies. <laughs> but is that everything, Johnny? Because we finished that bloody plot. I think we have. Yeah, that's that's it. Excellent. And because neither of us have seen the fucking movie, I'm just going to ask you, Johnny.
1: So, you think that was good, do you? Well... Reading what I wrote after watching it, I must have liked it a bit. (laughs) Because I said, in all, I liked it. There was some fairly, like, there was a couple of bits that made me smile in terms of, like, comedy aspects. (sighs) Ah, this is all nonsense. (laughs) What I've written here is not indicative of what I'm feeling right now, so I'm going to ignore that and say it had the potential to be good if they'd filled in the plot holes and made some of the characters, namely Kelly more Uh, likable and then even the romantic aspect that wasn't even necessary in the whole film no need for that at all if they made that more believable that could have been good but i don't want to say i disliked it because there was definitely things that i did like but yeah it's not a great film
0: (laughs) i agree when i was watching it i certainly found things i enjoyed but having gone through that plot just then i can identify the things It kind of would make me stop from telling people that I like this movie. Firstly, like you said, the the comedy in this, this is a comedy. So take that into the context of everything we've said. A lot of things are meant to be jokes in this. The problem is you're never sure when something is supposed to be a dramatic scene or an argumentative scene or a romantic scene, or if it's meant to be comedy.
1: And it's never that funny even when it is.
0: No. Oh, no, 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 no. You're not
1: going to laugh. You would sort of be like, (laughs) huh.
0: The romance certainly didn't need to be part of it. If it had been more a part of those jokes or Mm. more tied to like losing someone you you, you really cared for in this movie, yeah, yeah, that would have been fantastic. But unfortunately, like you said, all characters are unlikable, probably because they were trying to make it funny that they're all unlikable.
1: Yeah, you don't care about their relationships or anything.
0: No, the thing you really care about is the crocodile and seeing more of that, which makes me think that this should never have been a comedy. This should have been just a straight up Mm. monster movie TM yeah. <laughs> where it is actually people afraid of a big fucking crocodile and it is life or death stakes against this thing and you're, you're trapped out there with it this would have been much more interesting as that.
1: They had the template they had Jaws. Jaws it's did that there. perfectly yeah. in that it was it was genuinely very scary well I don't know I haven't seen it in a long time but it was written as a horror and it all it is is Jaws in a lake with a different animal. It doesn't... It's They could have done that so well, but no dice. Maybe they were trying to change it too much because it is essentially the same film. Yeah, they
0: could have even flipped it the other way and just made it a straight-up comedy and taken the piss out of Jaws for, yeah. for everything. Yeah. I think either of those would have been a win, but we kind of got stuck with this sort of weird in-between. And it's annoying because even though I had the problems with the spiders and arachnophobia not being mm. big enough for me... Uh and now I know what Chloe must feel like. Um, <laughs> it was still an enjoyable movie, because even though the comedy was weird, uh, and I don't think it's everyone's cup of tea, I liked mm. how sort of displaced it was. Uh, whereas Anaconda, I have no idea whether or not that was meant to be a comedy, but it bloody well was funny. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: And I'm a very, funny. very good movie. And the snake looked pretty fucking good. Yeah. <laughs> this... I think a, a far cry from either of those. Uh, hmm. So I'm sorry, Johnny, that I made us watch this, but th- thank you.
1: And me, as of Sunday, liked it, so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: apparently. You've had some time to think about it, though.
1: Yeah.
0: In contrast to the writers of the movie. They yeah, just bashed yeah. it out on the Sunday and sent it straight to the fucking production <laughs> company.
1: <laughs> I'd like to know if, if any of the original actors came back to do the sequel it's eight years later that it was in 2007 so i doubt it not a chance but then in fairly quick succession after that so 07 2010 2012 2015 2018 there's pretty good markers for them to hit for sequels i mean three years on average between all of them well i have to watch them now yeah Yeah, i think we should probably do the last one Just to see how bad it is, because that got, I think it was a Rotten Tomatoes review of like 12% or something, or lower.
0: There's a format in that. We watched the first movie of a franchise and the last movie of a franchise, and we tried to guess everything that's happened in between. Magic. (laughs) Well, I think I've kept you talking about this fucking shit for long enough, Johnny. (laughs) Is there anything else you'd like to say? Uh
1: particularly other than thank you for having me i mean again go and look at my socials i've got some more music coming out in the next couple of weeks i've been on uh, a va for a charity called mind recently which is a great cause for mental health and stuff so go and find that it's released by duckland so yeah go and have a
0: look you send me the links to that and i'll put them in the description for everybody please johnny very important stuff thank you so much for coming on
1: thank you again for having me
0: no, you're saving me here. Otherwise it'd just be <laughs> you're saving everybody who's listening because it yeah. would just be me otherwise. Nobody <laughs> wants that. Uh, and thank all of you for listening. Please leave us a five-star review on Good Pods on Apple on Spotify wherever you're listening. Uh, and if you can be bothered, give us a follow over on Twitter or Instagram at soyouthinkpod. And I really just want to round off this episode by saying it is still insane to me that you have named the movie Lake Placid where even the lake in the movie wasn't called Lake Placid. They almost, they wanted to call it Lake Placid, but they didn't. It's called Black Lake. Hey, there you go. Goodbye, everybody. Bye.